what? I got a fever. You give me fever, fever in the morning, a fever all through the night. Okay, folks, welcome to part two of episode 60 of the Dynasty Fever podcast. I'm Brian Ford. In part two, we pick up where we left off in part one, right around when we were pivoting to our Fever and Chills segment, which included some topics that kind of really turned into a, a very uh, wide-ranging conversation, uh, you know, where you kind of really get into the the weeds, but in, in a good way, sort of looking at, you know, how different uh, how different folks, you know, approach Dynasty and where we draw our lines and, and where are the, the contradictions in in, in these approaches. So it's a little more, um, I don't know, philosophical, I guess, of a discussion. And uh, it's about, you know, uh, trade deadlines and max point four and uh, what does fantasy football even mean in our lives. Uh, so uh, I hope you enjoy part two. So if you, if you take mayor, you're, you're just going to have to be patient. Mm-hmm. So uh, time for fever and chills. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse. Uh, has a uh, a holiday theme to his uh, his fever this week. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm just so excited. My fever, is, I, I like, I have the fever over my my fantasy Christmas shopping list being done. Right, where w- w- today's the 14th. We're recording. It'll come out on the 15th to the 16th. So I'm a week and a half ahead mm-hmm. of Christmas, mm-hmm. and my shopping list is done. Right, nice. like I look over my rosters, and you know, through doing podcasts with you and Chad and Mike, and listening to podcasts with some you know smart people like Ryan McDowell and um, um, the Christopher Christopher Harris. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I said you first. My friend. No, I'm saying I, I was going to say McDowell's partner. On- Sorry. Oh no 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 no. I, I don't. I I I think he's a nice guy. I'll put it that way. Um, but through listening and participating in all of these podcasts, I've learned a lot. Right. Uh, I learned a lot. I learn a lot. Like every season of fantasy, even though I've been doing it since like 1994, mm-hmm. I learn every single year, and. Through that process, I really feel like we've discussed all of the players and what they're worth and whether we should keep them or sell them or hold them and what what to do with them. And I really feel like I'm at a point where there's not a single player on a single roster that I need to either sell or like buy. You know what I mean? Like there's there's nothing out there. That's phenomenal. I, I feel so good about it the the last one i i mentioned it earlier the last one was kittle i traded him for a late debbie three and trey mcbride i mean uh, late debbie first and trey mcbride and i'm so happy about that mm-hmm. you know it's sort of like you know i put the last like really like fancy bow <laughs> and now the, you can on the like... last little package oh okay oh yeah now yeah. I can have the uh, my Irish coffee and yes, uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, and uh, and so, do you remember? Couch. Do you remember? So uh, everybody's familiar with a Christmas story, right? It better be, yeah. All right, so the, especially the, our white folks out there. Come on, wow, now. wow, okay. Well, <laughs> that 
that movie is is how I grew up. Minus quite, you know, not quite as much snow, but uh, towards the end of the movie, after every you know everything is over, all the excitement, there um, the dad is just sort of sitting um, in front of the window on the couch, watching the snow fall with a glass of wine, you know, and the wife comes over and puts her arm around him, and that's sort of the moment I'm in right now with mm-hmm. fantasy. That's that's I'm I'm kind of jealous because as you know it's been a rough road for me uh, yeah. this season. My fever uh, is in fact rookie fever. Um, you know, like when we last spoke, I was like, you know, okay, listen, uh, you know, I I know enough to know enough to talk enough, right? But like, you know, I haven't really rolled up my sleeves or anything like that, right? Well, you know, I'll start after Christmas. All it took was me, like, literally starting the google sheet putting the column headers in right and then starting to fill in some of the names mm-hmm. and it's like i can't wait <laughs> i i can't wait to oh, decide yeah. you know rookie fever baby yeah like i can't oh, you know, i'm there trust now, me I'm there. Now, i am not i am nowhere near oh i'm there know, a, a rookie expert um on anything oh i'm not an um, expert i'm just i got the fever i don't even watch tape like you do i don't even you know but um, oh, I'm going to get there, though. Well, but I watch people who watch tape. Yeah, right <laughs> and I, on. And I watch them watch sure. the tape in front of me. Right? Listen you know? to every word. <laughs> listen to every word that Matt Waldman and yeah, yeah, Greg yeah. Cosell say, because yeah, I do yeah. that, too. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's going to be fun. And, and it's it's going to be, you know, over the, the winter break, you know, between uh, between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to be, uh, you know, really rolling up the sleeves and 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 researching and. You know, I'm getting these emails from some like, you know, the the rookie communities that I'm a part of, like on Discord or Patreon or whatever. And it's yeah. like, we got this draft eval up. We got drift this. I'm like, slow down. I'm not. Slow. I'll get there. I'll get there. Can't wait. There's going to be a million guys to look uh, at. It's going to be so much fun. I, I Man, I, I'm getting the I'm getting the posts in my leagues now mm-hmm. with the draft order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got four one oh ones. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. Who is that for you right now? That's a really good question because, like, I think you don't have to take them. You don't have to take them in in May. A week ago, <laughs> I would have told you, like, in almost any situation in a super flex, I'd take one of the quarterbacks. I don't know that that's true now. Yeah. No, I'm full on Bijan. Like I. I can see me taking Bijan 101. I'm full on Bijan 101 because he, I don't see him losing value. I just, I, I just see him, I just see him as an elite player with an elite floor. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I think he's landing spot proof. I think he's, yeah, he's Saquon Ladanian Todd Gurley. Which is interesting because I remember when I first floated to you that somebody said he's already a top five dynasty running back. It was, it was a while back. Um, oh, and I bristled. Yeah, and you and you said you said you know what if he lands in Seattle? You know, and and here we are. He's, he's landing spot proof. You know, so. I mean, he's not landing in Seattle. Right, he's not. Yeah, that was it was a hypothetical, but right, but it just you know I you know and I. I I still, whatever, uh, it's like this like line I have, like you don't get into my dynasty ranks until you're an NFL player. 
but I certainly think about like where you're slotting in, like where you'll be probably, you know, mm -hmm. especially if you even get like your median projection, right? Like you're, you're going to, you know, be here or there. So like, I just don't officially have them on the list, whatever. It's just kind of a, sure. Kind of a sure thing. I guess. I mean, he's my dynasty one Oh one ish right now for, for running backs or for like in a startup entirely for running backs. Oh, no, 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 for startups, obviously the quarterbacks. Well, hey, man, I don't know. You know, I gotta. You never. Yeah, know Josh Mahomes. Come on, Herb. That's my list. Josh Mahomes. Well, no, Hurts. Then Herb. Then Burr. This is all sort of a tier, mm -hmm. sort and of. So what's the? So let's say you're cemented with Bijan as your 101, right? Uh -huh. And you're in now in a startup, right? I don't care about the other two right now. And the rookie picks are in the startup. Mm. Where do you take the 101? He's second, third round. I, I, I'm thinking like at the turn, the one-two turn, or like early second. He's wherever I take a running back, you know. Once I'm once I've taken my for me it's third because I'm probably getting two quarterbacks, especially with the landscape now. That's true. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, guess. it depends. It depends on what quarterbacks available available to me in the second round. Like if I'm looking at you know death tier. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, like Cousins and Carr, and yeah, and or you know, Stafford and Rust, which I used to find attractive. Right. Well, you know, that won me championships last year. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm taking B John over any of those guys. So, the reason I said any that, of the question mark, I'm taking B John over Lamar. I'll put it that way. The reason I said the turn is because I kind of thought, all right, the leagues that I play in. I'm probably going to get eight quarterbacks. You know, I'm probably going to get a JT. I'm probably going to get Chase and J Jeff in there. That's 11 right there. So this, and it doesn't count Kyler or Brees, right? So, I mean, that's where I think I'd see, I'd see the one one go is, is, is right there because then you're saying, okay. you know, yeah. if you're, if you're not, if you're not taking it, then, then who, yeah, I mean, Kenneth at that Walker, point, AJ Brown, like the way I'm doing a startup at this point in my life and in my dynasty career is I'm hunting elite talent, right? I, I'm sort of positionless a little bit. I want quarterbacks, but it, like I said, if if I'm starting to get into the death tier, then I'm going to take the most elite player at another position, position that I can't. But you just said you're taking the one on one over Lamar. Yeah, I don't. Lamar's no. not going to be in the second or third round. Well, I don't have him in the first. I'm saying he's going to go there, though. Okay, cool. But I'm not taking him. Okay. Like, it, that's fine if you have him rated as a first-round startup draft. Word. Please have at it. But I do not. Lamar has fallen to where I, I, I always thought he would. Like, I, I'm glad I have one share of him. Mm. You know, and, and I, I can't wait to get rid of it at, at peak value once he's, you know, if he's if he starts next year, like he started this year, I'm trading him for every single thing I can get. 
Speaking of trading, my other mini fever that's going to, I think, segue nice into your um, chills is playoff trading. It's going to be fun um, mm-hmm. these next few weeks for leagues that don't have a deadline. Yeah, like absolutely. Some, some of it can be ridiculous and I think can 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 kind of bolster the argument, you know, for a deadline. But to me, in my experience, those have been like the outliers, you know, where where someone's just like giving you like triple the value for something. Yeah. you know, sell out for a championship. Sure. But it's a, I just, you know, it's, it's a tough it's, situation. Like to find yourself in. like, it's, it's a tough, like the odds of yourself finding yourself into that odds of finding yourself in that situation. Very low. So that, that means your chill is. Leagues with trade deadlines, man. I mean, it, if you had a deadline and then Kyler went down, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Like that, that owner deserves to be able to pivot. Right. And the, and the owner that's rebuilding deserves to be able to trade for that player. You know, if Derek Carr is sitting on a, on a non-playoff team, the playoff team deserves to be able to trade Carr for, or, or Kyler for car plus, you know, whatever they decide on is fair. They deserve to be able to do that. He deserves to be able to make his team better when he got an injury, just because a certain date passed. It's arbitrary. Yeah. So here's, here's the, the, the one argument that I heard that even holds a little bit of water. Okay. Is what was what I heard today. And I walked out. No, seriously, because I've not heard a good one. So I welcome it. Me too, right? I said to the person, I've never heard an argument good enough for a deadline. By the way, I'm a convert. Like, I didn't start this way. Like, I'm, I'm a recent convert to no deadlines. Oh, like, okay. Like, probably I've always like been a, this way. Probably like a year and a half ago. I maybe, just, I just like want that. freedom yeah. for all. That's that's my biggest reason. It's it's a principle thing, right? Yeah. And and I and and since I've converted, the arguments that I hear when I try to convince people not to have a deadline I just, they're just stupid, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, though, I don't agree with it, but it's coming from a different place than just like illogical feelings, you know? Like, because um, for me, the arguments I hear are like, the NFL has a deadline. Well, the NFL oh. also has punters in an offensive line. They're not in our fucking fantasy league, right? The- <laughs> or, or you'll hear, um, You'll hear something like, oh, oh, well, when some team, and it boils down to feelings. It boils down to you're sticking to an old way of thinking. It boils down to. Or you don't like, trust your owners. And this is the one chink in the armor for this argument, I think, right? The argument comes from somebody that I very much respect on, 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 on Dynasty and stuff like that. They, it's, it's a league integrity thing for them. What they what they are saying is that, that too many times they see somebody give like double the value for somebody sell out for a championship to marginally increase their percentage of winning, right? Um, when you look at it statistically, I guess or whatever, right? Then fail and then bail on the league because like they wrecked their team value right. for the next two years. That is why I do agree with paying up if you're going to trade your future picks. Yeah. I do agree with that. So if you're going to trade your 24, 25 picks for, you know, to win now, then yeah, 
pay your league dues. And the argument that I have. And that, and that way I can say to, you know, as the commissioner, I can say, Hey, this team is a little fucked, but it's free. Yes. You want to take a shot at it? And that was my, that was what what I was saying is like, listen, people come and go, you replace them all the time. Mm -hmm. If they, if you pay ahead, you've got safety and find and finding a replacement isn't all that hard. Right. Like, and there are people who are like me, who I went through a stretch where like, give me the ugliest team to take over. I want the project. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was not the type of guy who was like, Oh, that team sucks. I'm not going to take them. Sure, I understand challenging yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So like, so I did that uh, with my first ever dynasty team. So and to me, to me, like top four, even though I respect that argument relative to like some of the other dumb ones, you know, like just some magical date passes and, you know, a, a trade that was all of a sudden legit in week 14 when made in week 16 is now cheapened by the fact right. that playoffs had started. Like, well, why? that's why I don't, I don't agree with, yeah. Yeah. with trade voting at all. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it, I'll put it this way. If if you think that a trade deadline compromises your league integrity, you mean then, not having a deadline compromises your integrity? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Then I would say that your league lacks integrity. Like that, I, I more or less said that when I said that's a conversation about a hundred other things that a deadline doesn't fix. Mm. That's about uh, it's, the, no, it's one thing. That's about the people in the league. To me, it's one thing, and it's do your owners have integrity? And if you are not confident in that, then you probably don't have a strong league that should continue. Or, I I mean, if it's widespread, Mm -hmm. or maybe you just need to replace an owner or two. Yeah. When this, well, this person did say though that you'll you'll get people who won't say up front like I burnt my team, I'm out. They'll say I'm cutting back on leagues, and then he'll be in drafts with the same people who said they're cutting back on leagues. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I, I, I feel strongly about this, that if you're not in leagues with people that you trust, then that honestly, that, that, that league shouldn't exist. If you are a commissioner and you don't trust the majority of people in your league, then that league shouldn't exist. Okay. There are so many dynasty leagues in the world today mm-hmm. that your league doesn't fucking matter if you don't trust the people around you it doesn't fucking matter well right? i will say that i don't I've care been... if you grew up with these people and it and it, it's a league that's existed for 15 years if you don't trust them then i guarantee you've had nothing but problems as as a commissioner and you should start over and i, I will say that there have been times where i've been in leagues with randoms that i found much more pleasant than leagues with people I knew and who I who I trusted. Right on. Yeah, not, you know what? Not saying that not saying that this problem occurred of bailing, mm-hmm. but I ended up cutting the league with people I knew and keeping the league with the randoms because it was just much much more pleasant experience. I, I was in a I was in a league with very, very good friends that didn't last because we couldn't coexist. We didn't trust each other. There were a couple people that I was good friends with that I didn't trust. Because I was good friends with them. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that league is is flawed from its foundation. Mm-hmm. So, if honestly, if you can't trust your league mates, don't have a league. Don't have all these crazy restrictive rules. And just, you know, I, I mean, 
Honestly, it's America. It's America. I thought it was America. <laughs> well, I'm certainly, was America. Making, I'm certainly not making that argument. Although, oh, 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 oh. although, although, I'm freedom. sorry, I'm sorry, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Brian. I thought it was America. I thought well, it was I a free country. Yeah, it's a free country. Well, I you know, anybody I want. You know, I'm not making the pro-America argument, but my, <laughs> you know, but my argument is essentially like, listen, you can talk about you know, values and, you know, marginally increasing the percentage of your win. And, and yeah, you know, I can respect the idea that it's coming from league integrity and not from illogical emotions. I can respect that. For me, it doesn't trump my reasons for not liking a deadline, which are pretty much based on principles of freedom and my team, my money, my choice. And also like, you know, the unexpected happens, you know, uh, and that goes both ways, right? Not only does the unexpected happen where there's an injury, right. but like the, uh, the, the sixth seed who like didn't bother much because ah, I'm not going to make much noise, right? And then all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, in the finals. Right? And all this actually has more engagement for everybody in the league. Yes. Right? Like in, Absolutely. In, in leagues without a deadline, I, I'm out of the playoffs. I sit like I just you know I kind of bail for the. Okay, I will not pay a little bit of of attention I might, to that league. I might try to you know sneak a waiver wire in that I think might have some upside. I might do some roster grooming and get rid of the Mike Davises and Boston Scotts that were somehow still banging around on the bottom of my roster. But oh, I'm not I'm oh, not too oh, engaged. Easy, you know, easy. <laughs> it's one of the best kick returners in the NFL. All okay. of a sudden, yeah. I'm not, you know, but I'm not really engaged. This increases engagement. And people talk about the urgency Absolutely. of a deadline, right? How, try the urgency of a playoffs for increasing yes. trade activity, yes. right? Like, yes. you know, so I just That's, don't see We it, don't need the, the yeah, no, the ur- urgency, like artificial, creating artificial urgency is, is a bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you said, the, the, the urgency of winning or losing right now, and this mm-hmm. is it for my... 10 or 100 or a thousand dollar entry fee mm. that's your urgency right there mm-hmm. i mean I, I i i pretty much said my piece yeah. on this let's, let's agree to this that if you're gonna have a deadline which we don't like mm-hmm. you have before week 14 you should be drawn and quartered i guess yeah i just uh, whenever it is i'm, I'm annoyed <laughs> like i can't i can't like I, I had a de- I had a, a league this year with a deadline of week ten. I can't say I'm not in that league next year. I can't say well you murdered that person, but you know at least you did it after Christmas. Oh, so you let them know. spend Christmas with their family. I'm like, thinking I'm a little it, more kind than something than horrible is horrible, and I don't care when it happens. So like I can't really make that right. distinction as well. Okay, well that leads me to my chills then, which you are not as firm on. Uh, not doing max potential points for, for the mm. draft pick order picks one mm. to six, right? Like that's murder for me, right? The, you know, I'm a little kinder to people who have deadlines as long as they're week 14, because like, there's just so much inertia of the history of deadlines. Well, Brian, I thought this was America. Right. So oh, this is America. Do what um, I want with my team. Max points for is no system is perfect just like you know no deadline system is 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 perfect but if you're not doing max points for for determining draft order for picks one to six like i don't i don't know what you're doing 
first of all, if you're doing, if you're making the consolation bracket matter, you should be drawn and quartered, right? <laughs> like that, you know. But if you're doing like, I disagree. But go but on. If, if you're doing like, well, if you make the consolation bracket matter, all of a sudden you've taken this team who for the for the last four weeks was trying to get points off their roster and be worse, and now you're asking them to compete and be better in a consolation bracket. Go fuck yourself, right? Well, wait. Well, I would argue that maybe knowing the rules, you shouldn't have been getting points off your roster knowing you have a tournament coming up starting okay. week 15. That's okay. That's that, that's a fair point, but in general I think it adds a nuance to the league. Oh, no, and it does no. and it makes things not that's so not black nuanced. And white. That's not nuanced. That's just get that's silly. Just get the fuck out I of here. Actually like let it. me let me trade in a mass capital and let you go find your okay. playoffs. And let me sit on and let me disengage. Okay. With you. I mean, if you want, we wanted... just said that one of the perks of being bad is you disengage and, and you, and you, you, you know, you're, you're not like farting around, you know, uh, like, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, you know, in like, a black that... and white, in a black and white universe. However, what if you want your fantasy league to maybe mirror real life a little bit more and not be so black and white and have some nuance to it? What if I want my league to have a trade deadline? Okay. If you're, if you're the commissioner, you set it up that way. And okay. I'll just not be in it. Okay. Well, if you're the commissioner and you don't set up max points for, I'm not going to be in it. I think that it is the best way of determining draft status. However, I don't think it's as much of a margin as you do. Okay. I think well, yeah. I think that the I think that the other options are viable. And I actually think that the tournament option is, it's close. It's close to the best. The nuance it adds is just annoying for me. Because I like it. I like it because when in general, I'm trying to amass capital and get rid of pieces, right? Sure. But then I have to like figure out, well, maybe I should just keep this one little piece because I may need it in the consolation. But motherfucker, motherfucker, I just want to get there for Jamal Williams. Stop fucking with me. Like, get the fuck out of here. I ask you that if you're if every fantasy league that you're in is mm-hmm. the same, then why are you in more than one? Well, first of all, because more is better and more is fun, right? Mm. And and second of all, uh, it's portfolio, right? I'm not going to have every player in that league. I might okay. like Mike Williams, That's fair. but I want a chance to have him. You know, if I don't have him in in, in this other league, right? I can and, understand. And, that. and and by the way, not every league for me is the same in the sense that, like, you know, there's fun rosters that we've talked about like flex positions like mm-hmm. seven flexes but you want the rules flexes. to all be the same i want max points for and no deadline in just about any league i'm in absolutely those are like those are like core things for me i am in some weird format leagues because i feel as though it makes makes me grow as a dynasty player so whether i agree with the rule or not i am forced to consider factors that i wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. and i feel that makes me consider factors i wouldn't other otherwise in leagues that i do favor the rules okay well that might be true for 2.0 premium as opposed to 1.5 or point hold on or points for first down or 0.25 points you know per carry and things like that i'm willing to mess i am with in that. some but radical you, formats you, you do not mess with max points for 
and and a trade deadline. I'll mess with no. anything. What I'm saying is, I want to grow so badly that I'll mess with anything. Uh, to me, and that's not. I, that's just annoying. Like I, I will. I'm, it's not I, It's just annoying. Hold on. I. <laughs> that's twice that you've dismissed me. At hand. Yeah. Okay. I feel as though any rule that I am um, uncomfortable with forces me to grow. Okay. So like I said, I'm in some radical formats. I'm in a 14 team league where we draft before the NFL draft. I don't like that at all. I'm not. I'm not in favor of that at all. I want all of the information I could possibly mm-hmm. get before I make my pick. Mm-hmm. I want, I, I'm a, I'm a content producer. I'm an evaluator. I feel as though I'm better at this than other people, not to be snobby or whatever, but mm-hmm. by doing this with you, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. So I should want all of the, however, I'm in that league to force myself to grow. There are other content creators in that league. There are people that are notoriously difficult to trade with. And I force myself to try to trade with them. And I've made trades with these people because I want to grow and I want to learn. And I want to learn how to be better in every single situation that could possibly be put in front of me. Right. And regardless of all of that, before I start, before I do a startup, I know the rules. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm not going to, okay, that, let's set that aside for one second. Mm-hmm. For me, yes, I have a strong preference for not doing the draft until after the NFL draft. But I'll roll with it in a league. It's all about where you draw the lines, right? That, for me, is fungible and negotiable. Max points for is not. I it's draw just, very few lines. It's just which, where are we drawing the lines? And I think for me, when it comes to growth, I'm also like, for me, like the piece of pie that it's, it's about fun, you know, it, it for me is about ways growth. And when you add to it, how frustrating I already find fantasy football. I, I I'm not looking to frustrate myself more by trying to, by trying to grow. Right. That's just not for me. I know my limits. I know my mind. Right. Sure. Like you see, you see how upset I get about dumb trade offers. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, Oh, let's try this really puzzling hard thing just to get, just to get better. I guess like, in a this, way, this is just... my, this is my fun escape. And when it stops being both, mm-hmm. what the fuck do I have left? I guess in a way I'm just trying to open your mind. So, you know, I had a sort of a personal crisis last week, just an emotional sort of um, in my own head kind of crisis about homeless people. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, I've, I've, I had to challenge myself. I, had, I have to make myself uncomfortable mm-hmm. to grow. I don't feel um, the empathy towards these people that I do towards other human beings. And I find that to be wrong. Like I can, there's, there's, there's just a, a, a part of me that tells me that that's wrong. So I have to challenge myself to move past it. It doesn't matter what it is, right? That's in front of me that I think is wrong. Mm-hmm. I have to challenge myself to move past it. Well, that's, that's, my, it's a fundamental part of my personality that I 
intentionally developed, okay. right? It's I wasn't born with that. Okay. I had to, I had to develop that in my personality to force myself to move through things that I disagree with and uh, grow from them. I will a thousand percent agree with you that, you know, that discomfort is often, you know, a touchstone of growth. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, to me, it's a cornerstone. When I, when I do anti-racist work with educators and when I, mm -hmm. right, like all this, like that's one of the principles is right. Lean into discomfort, right. Mm -hmm. For shit that matters, like challenging our ideas about homeless people. But I, but here's the thing. I spend my day in those heavy situations, right. Mm -hmm. So that I can then go play fantasy football and not be fucking pissed off. Okay. You know? We look at it differently. I look at this. I don't as... think any way that you challenge yourself is because the, because then you gaslight yourself into into that like any way you think should be challenged or any okay. way you think like okay I I no I understand that you have to listen to the little person inside yourself and if the little person inside yourself is telling you that you don't need to challenge yourself on this one then you're right yeah and it, it's a personal thing yeah. right. For me, it's I spend so much time at this and I, I want so badly to be successful at this for whatever disgusting reasons that are behind that. And trust me, they're not all positive. <laughs> <laughs> they're greedy little reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But because I spend so much time and I put so much into it that I can't allow myself to do it less than full right and that means challenging myself on every difficult level yeah. that i can possibly find okay yeah. and we just and have that's, a different approach right yeah exactly exactly and i i would never fault you for not being not not looking at it that that way or challenging yourself i just do mm -hmm. and, and some and i will say sometimes I, I will say I will never fault you for that because there are frames of mind that I get in. Like I'm so on track sometimes where yeah, yeah. like, I don't understand why people aren't as into it as I am. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I think it's important in fantasy, like in anything to, you know, like, you know, as you were talking about homeless people, not always stick to your priors. Right. Sure. Like I, I get that, you know, and it's not like I don't want to get good and I don't want to grow. Sure, of course. There, there, but to me, I guess, like, I just have different lines and different limits. Like, for example. There's a, yeah, there's a disgusting level to which I, I push myself. Yeah. By the and way. I, I just won't do that. Like, for example, there was a league that had um, slow, slow auction rookie draft. Right. Mm -hmm. I tried it for about five <laughs> minutes. I love it. And I traded all, I traded all my, my rookie draft money to everybody and said, I get the fuck out of here. I don't even want to bother with this. It's so hard. It is so hard to be engaged through an entire slow auction rookie draft that I love it. Maybe it's my ADHD brain or like my yeah. rigid, my rigid thinking. And cause partly yeah. cause I'm autistic or whatever. Like yep. I'm not going to lie that that doesn't play a role, but like, I just was, I, I was just like, this is just too much. I was like, have my money. I'm not dealing with this. I, it's not like I've never had ADD moments in my life. Yeah. Right. It's that's the kind of thing that I push myself to like push through my ADD. It's 
so hard when I just put in a bid and I got to wait hours to get a response. Trust me. That I, don't is, care so, I don't care so much about that. Training, honestly, that's a training in Zen. Like It's about that there's like 19 players on at once and that you can put in these triggers to where like if something happens, then you automatically, you can be away from the computer and automatically bid this and it starts the fucking clock over. And it's like, man, just give me fucking draft. Oh, try it on Sleeper. They don't even have that. It's just every bid starts it over. Oh, oh this, 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 this was on MFL. But yeah, I, no, I would... no, Sleeper is entirely more frustrating. And what it does for me is it like, so when, when a, when a rookie draft is going on, a regular, like slow rookie draft is going on. Yeah. I obsess. I obsess to an insane level. I try to make 58 trades. Yeah. I like, I do everything a person could possibly do before my pick even comes up. Right. And, and I love doing that. Be- and, and, and the what, reason I'm comfortable doing that is because there's guardrails of like, I know uh, like this is a right. predictable draft. Sure. I know what's happening. It's a format sure. I like. It's very safe. Yeah. I'm not. What I love about the auction is that it forces me to concentrate on real life while it's going on. It, it forces me to car- compartmentalize it. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy feeling. Oh, I, I can know. do that with with regular regular slow drafts. But just something about you all, yeah, and you're the Zen master. You're the Mister. Oh. Take as much time as you want. Oh, Don't okay. let anybody pressure you. Listen. And I'm Mister. Oh, at Brian at BF Teach on the clock for 14 hey. seconds. Here's a bump at at BF Teach OTC. If you didn't notice, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, trust me, I'm as impatient as yeah. anyone. People but, who should be drawn and quartered, right? Deadlines, not doing max point. No, in no particular order, not doing max points for and clock naggers in slow draft. Do you really want to murder me? You don't want to. Do you want to watch me die? You don't want a fashion? slow draft. Do you want to watch me draft. drawn and quartered? Do you know what that really yes. is in yes. real life? Yes. And how brutal that would be. You want to watch me die in that fashion? If if you're nagging me on the clock, absolutely. Are you going to use horses? Yes. Wow. No cars. That's that's too. I hope one of them kicks you in the head. Okay. While you're trying to draw well, and quarter me. It'll kick me in the head that's attached to my body. And and so in, in all of that, you made my point. Meaning and what? Thank you. And thank you. What point was that that I made? Slow draft auctions improve my patience for mm-hmm. regular slow drafts. Okay. They do. They, they teach me to be more patient and to be more appreciative of what I have when I'm in one of those drafts. They, incre- they, they increase my frustration. Hmm. I mean, some of us have read the entire Bhagavad Gita and some of us haven't, you know, some of us are closer to enlightenment than others. Yeah. yeah says the say. guy who just said four minutes, not even ago that he bothers people on the clock. Brian, <laughs> Brian, you're on the clock. Can you make your fucking pick, please? Yo, I had, <laughs> I had some. I had somebody in a league. Like, I am. I, I. I'll. I'll tag somebody when they're first on the clock, right? And then I just shut the fuck up. Right? I try to do that. It's and hard. Then, it's really it was, hard. It was nineteen hours. Did you know you're on the clock? And I said to the person, you know, just you may not know, and just in case you don't, 
It's been 19 fucking hours and I want to make my pick. You might not know that I want to make my pick. And they got mad at me. Yeah. Fuck that asshole. Like I'm saying, I'm saying, listen, I am not, I'm the last one to bother people when they're on the clock, but I think 19 hours is kind of reasonable to check in. Like if you know you're on the clock or not, why do you play dynasty fantasy football? If you're not creaming your pants over this draft and you have this pick. Why, why in the world are you playing this game? Go play redraft or not just Warcraft. No, well, we, we disagree on on play world of Warcraft. We disagree on that because I'll take seven fifty nine fifty nine if I want to. You prick. And you have to sit with it. And because I know I, I do, but I'm still going to dislike you for it. Well, I have a life. I'm busy. No, you're not. No, you don't. You can make your pick. Just go to the bathroom. Nope. Pick a player. Nope. Just it's a player. Just pick one. Nope. It's not that big a deal. Yes, it is. Yeah. No. Just pick one. I'm creaming my pants because it is a big deal. Then pay attention to it. <laughs> you fuck. No. Either you care or you don't. If, if you, you don't care, then go to the bathroom and make a pick. If you if you tag me, I'm on the clock, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 10 a.m. and I'm teaching, right? I'm going to finish teaching. I'm going to take my nap when I get home. I'm going <sighs> to get up. I'm, I'm going to walk my dogs. I'm going to take my nap. I'm going to get up. And then I'm going to make my pick. And I'm going to invite you an hour earlier to anything that I expect you to show up to. You don't have to. No, I'm going to. Early is on time for me. Then why isn't it in a draft? Two completely different animals. Do you not understand? There are people waiting for you. And it's just common courtesy. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, you're a brick. The common courtesy is predicated on the idea that the draft should be faster. You're not spending this time deciding on your player. You're spending this time jerking me off. No, I'm spending this time living my life and I'll draft when I'm ready. Mm, No, you're spending this time making a point that you'll draft when you're ready. No, 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 no. Why aren't you ready? That's what you're not telling me. I'll draft when I when I have a clear head and I'm sitting down in front of my laptop. Uh-uh. And why aren't you choice. ready? Just tell me why you're not ready. Dude, I just told you I'm going to have a spreadsheet. Like, yeah. I know- you, you know your top 10. I, I know you. You know who you're going to pick. And it is not going to fucking change. But, so why don't you just goddamn tell me? Hold on a already. second. Here, here's a scenario. Right? It's not going to change. Here's a, a pick that happens in front of me is a bit of a surprise. I'm tagged on the clock at 10 a.m. I may want to trade out. Okay. If I'm you're do- trying I'm, to make trades, that's one thing. I'm doing that when I'm damn well and ready. Fine. Pick is on the clock. Send me offers or you send offers. Fine. And I'm not going to look at them probably until I get home from and take my nap. That's fine. Ugh. Look at your goddamn offers, please. Mm-mm. Isn't this what you get pissed off about? The no. people that take too long to reply to your trade offers? And then they're not what you want. There's a huge difference between it's I've had same. an offer in your inbox for four days and I'm taking a few hours during a slow draft to, to respond. Like we're talking about a matter of hours as opposed to somebody who's sitting there with a, a, an offer in, the, in, the, in their, their DMs for four fucking days. Your nap is not more important than my fantasy game. Oh, oh it's 10,000 times. Your nap important. is not more important than your fantasy team. And oh, that's true. my whole point. No, no. My nap is is essential to my mental health, which is 
about 10 gazillion times better. I mean, more important than than my, than my most favorite fantasy league with my highest buy-in. Fine. You got me with the legal Wamba Jumbo. You made me think that your nap was just like, you made me think that your nap was just like, you know, I'm going to eat some cereal because I feel like it. You know, like I take a nap because I feel like it. Even if you I didn't was. tell me that your nap was essential to your mental health. Okay. That's pretend, different. Pretend it isn't. I'm going to take a nap because I feel like it. I got 759.59. Your fantasy team is more important than that, Brian. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You're doing this right now. If you're doing this right now, your fantasy team is more important than your if you just feel like it. If the NFL ceased to exist tomorrow mm-hmm. and I had no more fantasy and couldn't do this podcast, I'd be bummed. I'd get over it in a couple of days. Couple of days? Yeah. <sighs> I'd be searching for a way to colonize Mars or whatever. Like life doesn't really matter on this planet that much i mean my wife has to come with me which is interesting and her kids which is interesting because the intensity and frustration that i get over the unwritten rules of trade etiquette for something that i value way less than you do fantasy football is certainly interesting well because i understand that i'm dealing with people and i understand that people suck and i assume most of the time unless i've had multiple favorable interactions that any trade I send is going to frustrate me unless I let it go. Mm. I'm not good at that. I know sending a trade offer that I have less than a 1% chance of it being accepted. It's terrible. It's probably not a true percentage, but that's what I tell myself Mm. so that I'm not disappointed. Mm. Now I'm all for lowering expectations. I guess there's something about, this like it's it's different know. if it's someone that I've traded with before, I have a good rapport with, and we've expressed interest in each other's assets. Then I start getting hopeful and like, oh, maybe you know, maybe we can get something done. But if I'm just sending a cold offer, you know, I don't have any real hope. You know, I guess if we've learned anything, it's that every person is full of contradictions. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, we've delved, like, unexpectedly deep into the psyche of a dynasty player. Tonight. What I'll probably do, I'm, I'm not going to cut any of this out, but I'm going to split it into two. And it's, it's like it's, uh, this part where we talk really about unexpected and psychology. I'm yeah. just probably going to make its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's land the plane then. Right uh, on. Su- subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and yeah, uh, you know, give us, uh, give us some feedback time for plugs, Jesse, where can they find you? You can find you. Yeah. You can find me on the dynasty war zone network. We do a a little show called dynasty war games. Um, we, um, our main goal is to determine your dynasty players, fantasy value, you know, Mm -hmm. trade value, um, in picks and in, in, in player value and, uh, you know, Real life situations, you know, we, we we don't do anything in a vacuum. Oh, was there a pregnant pause? My bad. And uh, anyway, you can find us. Um, you can find us in about a month because we're on hiatus. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to probably our original format for the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but just uh, stay tuned. 
-hmm. and uh, stay tuned for the Dynasty War Games TikTok account because it's coming soon. Yes. And we are not on Twitter. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FFJunkie underscore uh, rankings and stuff at goingfor2.com. Probably start writing there a little bit more in the off season. You can catch me on Saturday nights at 730 Eastern on the Going For Two live YouTube channel uh, with uh, Dynasty Saturday Night Five, uh, lists of five to talk about Dynasty. We are taking a, a hiatus for the fantasy playoffs on that show and on this show. Uh, we will we will see you on the other side of the fantasy playoffs, creaming our pants for rookies and other stuff. So yeah, yeah. see you next year. That'll be twenty three. Have a, have a good have a good few weeks, and uh, you know, and enjoy. Hopefully, you're you're going to find some time in this next few weeks where whether or not you celebrate anything, just because of the rhythm of the year, you're going to find some some rest. If you're working retail or food service, you know. Um, shout out uh you know because you're on the you're on the front lines and uh, absolutely absolutely you know what just understand if you are on the front lines in the service industry that you're helping people i know it doesn't feel like it but you really are and uh whether they show you appreciation or not um you know we thank you and um you are really servicing people and it is a service to, to our communities all right, folks, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening.